This is Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Chloe Noller. With me today is Dr. Michael P. Foley. Dr. Foley is a professor of patristics in the Great Text Program at Baylor University. He's a professor of theology at Aquinas Institute and the author of over 400 articles, including Drinking with the Saints and Drinking with Your Patron Saints. His new book is Dining with the Saints, The Sinner's Guide to a Righteous Feast. So, Dr. Foley, I've read that you have 12,000 bees. Uh, is that true? I haven't counted them lately, but <laughs> 12,000 bees is actually simply just one hive. That's so great. It is something that my wife and I uh, have taken up recently. We're still not terribly good at it, but it is really interesting. We actually, You can actually get them in the mail, and they weigh about 12,000 bees weighs about three pounds. All right. Well, I read I read your book. I looked through it. I really enjoyed um, the illustrations, looking through the colors, um, the recipes. I loved it. So I love the historical aspect of the cookbook. I really enjoyed learning about the different saints. So, you know, seeing as this isn't your first time writing something like this, I'd love if you could just talk about, you know, what drew you to writing these cookbooks and this cookbook specifically. Well, as you know, I've written three Previously, I'd written three cocktail books, uh, Drinking with the Saints, Drinking with St. Nick, Drinking with Your Patron Saints. So the, the short answer is, after writing three books about drinking, it occurred to me that I probably should have something to eat. And so uh, the, the cookbook was the next logical thing. How do you see people using or reading this cookbook? I mean, it is a cookbook to inform, um, to show different recipes and things like that. But what was your goal writing this, writing this book? basically to encourage uh, a sense of Christian merriment and also to strengthen the family. Um, One of the things that's extremely important for a healthy family is to have a family meal, and this is a way of encouraging that. And there's been a sharp decrease in the family meal in recent decades, and it's had a terrible toll on society. They've done all these kinds of studies, linking the loss of the family meal to uh, smaller vocabularies among children, lower academic performance, increased substance abuse, uh, and even among adults, it affects mental and physical health and can lead to higher divorce rates. So our motto, and I, I co-wrote this book with Father Leo Petalinghook, who's been doing this ministry for years, our motto is the, the family that dines together, shines together. Looking through the recipes, they are so interesting and they all really, you know, relate to to what the saint is. I was just interested in that process. How did you choose the recipes to go along with the saints or figuring out which ones went with which? So sometimes there are culinary traditions about certain feast days. You know, for example chocolate on St. Valentine's Day, or corned beef and cabbage on St. Patrick's Day. So there are established, um, you know, culinary traditions. So we, we looked for those, and if we found them, we applied them. Uh, I also dug deep and tried to see what the saints' own preferences were. The saints were, of course, these holy disciples and friends of our Lord, but they also had food preferences, just like any other human being. So if they did, I try to find it, and then we try to pair a dish for it. And then failing that, uh, we would look maybe to the saint's birthplace. Is he from a region that's famous for a particular dish? And then we'd go in that direction. 
a phrase I heard um, was the theology of food. So is there is there a sort of theology of food behind the recipes and the food in the cookbook? There definitely is a theology of food. I would say it's more of a theology of, of dining. Um, you know, eat and drink to the glory of God. That there's, I mean, dining together is actually a, a really strange thing if you think about it because the act of eating is rather selfish. <laughs> that is to say, I am eating food and making it unshareable to everyone else in order to sustain my own body. And yet this selfish act is the cornerstone of sharing and has become, uh, from, from the origins of mankind, a really important component in our becoming more civilized. So it's interesting that that happens on a natural level, and then it's even more interesting that it happens on a supernatural level as well, that the Passover meal, uh, the Last Supper, that God takes this natural event and then elevates it to the supernatural. We're talking with Michael P. Foley about his new book called Dining with the Saints, The Sinner's Guide to a Righteous Feast. You mentioned a little bit earlier about how eating as a family is essential to family life. Uh, tell us why. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, it, you know, let's be honest, it's not always a pleasant experience. Uh, you know, people get into fights at the dinner table. When I told my teenage son that our motto was the family that dines together, shines together, he replied, isn't our model the family that dines together, wines together? <laughs> so it, it is interesting, but I think even those arguments and even those unpleasant times somehow are conducive to growth. Sometimes we grow through pleasant experiences and sometimes we grow through unpleasant experiences, but there's something about that, that family engagement, that family wrestling that leads to uh, a better person and a better family. This is Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Chloe Noller, and I'm talking with Dr. Michael P. Foley on his book, Dining with the Saints. So do you have a favorite recipe or entry in this cookbook? So I will be honest, uh, the recipes were all Father Leo's, and I have not gone through every single one of them. But every one that I have gone through is a gem. And one in particular stands out. He has a potato dish called gratin dauphinois, and I made it for the family one night, and I have a couple of kids who are picky eaters, and when they had this dish, they said, this is the best potato I have ever had. I didn't know a potato could taste this good. <laughs> I'm curious to know just um, how you went about writing about the different saints. You know, each entry goes pretty in detail about... Um, each, each day and on the saint and, and what they did. And so can you tell us a little bit about your process for that? I just basically followed my love. I, I love writing about the saints. And when I read their story and I see something of interest, I want to share it with the rest of the group. So I, what I tried to do was provide a sort of general overview of the saint. And then I especially looked for anything that they did regarding food or anything they had to say regarding food. And uh, 
their attitudes varied widely. Um, St. Anthony the Hermit, a very famous saint, would, would not be your ideal dinner guest, because apparently at dinner he would sometimes break into tears and bemoan the fact that he had to sustain his lowly body rather than contemplating the bread of angels at all times. So he was a bit of a party pooper. (laughs) Are there multiple saints for different days, or did it it just end up working? Did you have to go through a selection process to figure out which ones go with each days? And maybe I'm ignorant in this, but just asking that. There were 365 days of the year. In the Catholic Church, there are over 10,000 canonized saints. So, you know, it could be a very crowded uh, scene. What we try to do was at least have two, maybe three feast days for every week of the year so that a family could pick one day to have as a special occasion where they made this special meal. So we do follow the liturgical calendar. We try to provide these feast days and recipes for the entire year. And then we also try to provide feast day ideas or recipe ideas for the liturgical seasons, like you know, Advent, Christmas, Easter. February 28th is the launch day of Dining with the Saints, and I've had several people sort of tease me, saying, why would you release a cookbook during Lent? <laughs> but, but the answer is quite simple. You have to eat during Lent as well, and there actually is a very long tradition of Lenten recipes. So, uh, yeah, uh, this book will be helpful for you. That's awesome. So thank you so much for coming on and talking about your book. Um, It was a pleasure. I just, one final question. Where can people find or buy Dining with the Saints? It is available on Amazon, uh, the Regnery uh, website, Barnes & Noble, wherever fine books are sold. Awesome. Do you have any more thoughts you'd like to leave us with, Dr. Foley? Well, I just... I wish everyone a blessed Lent and a happy Easter and uh, bon appetit. Our guest has been Dr. Michael P. Foley and I'm Chloe Noller on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.